Blog Talk Radio. Uh, yes, this is, this is, this is rightwingmedia.net radio. And on this episode, we're going to talk to a political comedian who's got some remarks that are not too funny because they're based on today's news. In fact, today's news includes things like the CDC mangling COVID data. Rand Paul and Marjorie Taylor Greene suspended in social media, a police state in Tennessee, and the complete text of it, fear-based messaging about COVID-19, courtesy Dr. Fauci, maybe screwing up his message, Trump's running, that's not screwed up, Trump-appointed Department of Justice official claiming Chinese thermostats changed votes. That's really screwed up. Delta variant is hitting five states the worst, like a tsunami. The Biden administration is planning to restart border flights. Controversial. And we'll give you some other stories, too. All this and much, much more as rightwingmedia.net radio comes to you August 11th, 2021. And I wanted to, first of all, bring in uh, one of uh, this show's friends, Romeo Hill. Uh, And if you haven't, by the way, if you haven't heard his show from last night, you're probably going to maybe, we have to take a look at some of the audio challenges we had with the guests who called in. Funny guy, uh, Grizzly Muncy, uh, but he had some audio trouble. Uh, on the cell phone. So, by the way, I've got to mention this, and you've probably seen it if you've gone to rightwingmedia.net. Congratulations on your one-year anniversary with the Romeo Show, Romeo, and uh, rightwingmedia.net. Do you want to uh, hang around while we talk to Josh Lifto about some of the uh, things going on? Yeah, I, I, I would like to, yeah. Keep you in the background here. Now, to explain what happened, I got all the time, I me and Romeo, when we're doing our shows on show days and when he does his uh, fill-in-the-blank shows the rest of the week, people text us, email us, call us, and say, hey, I got this scoop. Well, this was a big scoop. Josh uh, got a hold of me earlier in the day, and I'm going, Really? WTF? And here's what it is. According to Newsweek and one local station, that's how small this thing is. The Tennessee governor is, uh, Greg, well, the uh, guy's name is, uh, let's see, Governor Bill Lee, signed Executive Order 83 on Friday intended to, and I'm reading from the Newsweek article, expand healthcare resources by easing regulations and state attempts to grapple with the surge of COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations. Well, a conservative pastor, Greg Locke, claims in the article that Tennessee is planning to build quarantine camps for the un, 
vaccinated. With us is the guy who brought this article to us and a political commentator and comedian. He's on YouTube. He's on Facebook. Josh Lifto. Josh, how you doing? And are you in a quarantine camp yet? I'm doing quite well, and thank you for having me. And I am not surprisingly. Um, I, I so I yes, I did tell you about this today. Um, I heard about it today from my dad, who has a friend who lives in Tennessee, who ended up telling us this stuff. And honestly, I I find it crazy. I mean, think about it. Go back to when we had the joke about FEMA setting up camps at Walmart. Come mm-hmm. on. This is coming true now? Nope. <laughs> I'm not having that. You, you can't. You, you got to drag me and beat me just to get me on them camps. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing that's really crazy about it. This was done Friday, and the news media started picking up over the weekend, which is a slow time period, which tells me, and Romeo, tell, tell me, because you're a journalist too, does that sound like he was trying to sneak things under the wire, do you think, Romeo? Yes. A lot. And that doesn't and, make and it, to be honest, A lot? Oh. And to be honest, because, you know, the thing like with Josh, is Josh sounds exactly almost like, kind of in my expertise area, where he has the same thought about the facts, where, you know, it, it's just dangerous. And the governor doing this, that that's pretty gutsy. And to be honest, I mean, it's gutsy for people that don't believe in it to walk around now. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be so surprised when it ends up that they're going to start doing like what they did in Nazi camps and start rounding up people and giving them the jab. I mean... Oh, okay. I, love, I love how you mentioned Nazis. I love how you mentioned Yeah, Nazis. go ahead, Josh. Uh, what, earlier, today, what is, earlier today, I was talking to Scott about that, and I actually mentioned that. We're, we're starting to live in a Nazi Germany, which is absurd. I mean, you have, the, you have these people running around yelling at people who are conservative. You're a Nazi. You're a Nazi. You're a Nazi. Well, have you ever looked at what Hitler actually did? Because if you do, you're going to see that, oh, Wow, we're doing what Nazis are doing, because that's what they're doing. They're doing exactly what Hitler did. They want to take the guns. They want to take the freedom of speech. They want to put you in camps. I mean, for crying out loud, you you have to have a vaccine card. What what did they do with Jews in Nazi Germany? They had them wearing our band that says, you're a Jew. Like, yeah. do, they, do they not see the similarities here? And, I mean... It is it's dangerous doing this because now you're you're giving the opportunity for people to basically bully people into submission, even if it's not good for their health, and then you're putting all these people together. I mean, you never know what someone has. And when you oh, put yeah. them in such close uh, proximity, you're you're going to have people getting sick, dying. I mean, um, the former governor of New York, well. He let people go into nursing homes, and a lot of elderly died. And he he finally has resigned, but, I mean, that's – we don't know how well that's going to go. But, I mean, that, that, that just stands the point of you can't sit there and say, oh, well, you're not vaccinated. I'm going to throw you in this camp. 
you might as well call me a Jew and tell me I'm in Nazi Germany. Exactly, and that's what it has the potential of becoming. By the way, if you're listening in on the Internet and you want to join in the conversation, feel free. Give us a call at 516-666-9806. Boy, that's a frightening number. 516-666-9806. And I want to mention, guys, um, we've got this story posted at rightwingmedia.net, including the executive order. Now, Granted, this makes. I had a question for Josh. Yes. Real quick. Yeah. Uh, Josh, since you know you were talking about this, Portland, Oregon Governor Kate Brown has started mandating masks and case workers and social workers to get the vaccine. What is your thought about this? Because here's my thought. I think that okay, here we're we're becoming so intuitive into ignoring the facts that we we're basically getting like the mark of the beast and everybody thinks it's the new norm mm -hmm. and this whole max thing oh, yeah, the sure. max thing is like a sheep but here's the thing i mean me and scott disagree i i'm an anti-vaxxer and he's because you know he of what he does and and stuff and personal reasons on his behalf he's a vaxxer but mm -hmm. What is your thought about what Kate, Governor Kate Brown is mandating? And do you think that it's basically infringement of our rights, or do you think that she has the right to do that? Good question, Josh. So what do you think little, about that? This is going to be a little bit of a long answer. First off, I want to say I'm not against vaccines at all. I'm against, What I'm not for is being forced to vaccine, that there's no positive evidence showing long-term proof that it works. Now, this is where it gets fun. So, Dr. Fauci, you know, we all know him as flip-flopping Fauci. There's a doctor who's called Fauci out here in Texas. Uh, in my own backyard in Dallas County, we have uh, Judge Jenkins. He's the head judge of Dallas County. He's forcing government, well, Dallas County government workers and schools to wear masks, which there's no mask mandate in Texas. And on top of that, this judge has left, I heard, in the words of what I heard, has got a restraining order against Abbott over the rule, well, law, which I, I find absurd because you shouldn't force people to wear masks or take a vaccine because you don't know what's going on for their health. I mean, you had the left before this whole virus. Oh, anti-vaxxers, my body, my choice. Well, now we're trying to force you to take the, vi the, uh, not the, the uh, vaccine because it's, it's good for me. Well, if it's good for you, then why can I not carry a firearm? Because now I'm protecting myself and you but I have to take a vaccine to protect you, and I have to wear a mask. Yeah, it just it doesn't sound right. I mean, like I said, you don't know what's going on for someone's health. Someone could be deathly allergic to something in the vaccine. Uh, I mean, yeah. the masks that we are forced to wear don't even work. They, uh, you, you can't wear gator uh, face masks and because they don't protect you. Well, they do. They protect, they block the particles, 
and they allow it to come in. Well, these masks that you're wearing, you can go to the dollar store and get them. You can, I mean, they're, they're thick. They don't protect you. They actually hurt you. There's proof that uh, with those masks, you're, you're breathing in tox- the same toxins your body's trying to get rid of. You're being forced to breathe in. And if you take the vaccine, my dad knows people taking the vaccine and things stick to their arm now where they got the vaccine. And people are like, oh, no, that's a hoax. Well, I mean, these people don't have any reason to lie. They don't, they don't sit there and blast it on YouTube trying to go viral. No, they're, they're, these are people just like you and me, and they're, they're like, what's this? What's going on? I mean, there's just you, – you can't sit there and say, take the vaccine now, otherwise you're going to be put in camp, because that is infringement on your rights. It, I mean, that's your personal right, and you're forcing me to do something that I don't know if it's good for my health or not. Well, there's another personal person. Yeah, there's uh, Josh, another bunch of parts of this that get even weirder. I mean, Romeo and I on our respective shows often joke about uh, President. Now, I think we ought to talk about uh, the little Hitler of the day, Bill Lee, governor of state of Tennessee. (laughs) Here's little Hitler. Boy, that would be a good one. Here's some of the elements. (laughs) from the executive order. And if this doesn't shock you for being almost Biden-esque, nothing will. Uh, Here's uh, here's some of the points. Out-of-state health care providers may practice in Tennessee. Retired medical professionals can easily reenter the health care workforce. These are some of the bullet points that he has put into this executive order that are at the very least questionable. Here's another one. Practical nursing graduates may practice under supervision without examination. Uh, gee. Medical, uh, here's another one. Medical professional staffing flexibility is permitted pursuant to an approved plan to relieve the capacity strain on certain staffing functions. Who wrote that? A PR practitioner? Behavioral health inpatient psychiatric, residential, and crisis care staffing, flexibility. You'll hear that word a lot, flexibility. It's permitted pursuant to an approved plan to relieve the capacity strain on certain staffing functions. What staffing functions? Uh, healthcare student staff and flexibility is permitted in inpatient acute care student staffing. Hmm. Healthcare student staffing, there's that phrase again. Flexibility, that word again is permitted for inpatient psychiatric and behavioral. I'm bipolar, so if I live in Tennessee and I'm freaking out from stress of getting it or not getting it or whatever, I'm going to have a practitioner in training try to help me down off the ledge for F that. I don't yeah, know. I, I find that crazy, too. Yeah, no pun intended. I mean, I, I suffer from stuff. I suffer from mental health. My problems myself. I know plenty of people who do. I mean, I've lost friends to suicide. And just saying, oh, well, you know, this person doesn't really know what they're doing, but they're going to help you. Well, you're playing with people's lives. And this just sounds insane. And what pisses me off, too, is this governor classifies himself as a Republican. And mm-hmm. this it just doesn't sound right. I mean, there, there's oh. guys in Tennessee that are like, 
full-blown conservative, one of them being Ryan Upchurch. I've heard he's a great guy. I mean, he makes great music. But, I mean, he, he's going to be under – he's going to be suffering from this. Uh, and the biggest problem, too, is look in Nashville. It used to – Tennessee used to be a quite conservative place. But Nashville is full of left-wing people, and these new so-called country artists aren't even conservative at all. Yeah, so, I mean, it gets I'm, worse, I'm, guys. I'm not going to lie. I'm well, not, and hold on, man, Josh. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, but, Josh, real quick, I, I want to remind you um, – since you're talking about Upchurch, you are aware, I don't know if you know in my forte, that I am part of the music industry. Now, you're talking mm. about really quickly that how a lot of country musicians are not Republican. Let's, what, what, because this is funny. What is your mm. thought about Garth Brooks? Garth Brooks, mm. who supposedly was a very big country man. And, you know, I think he came from the state of Texas, which is the same state as you. I don't know what part of Texas you yell mm-hmm. from. And, by by the way, I do not know Upchurch personally, but I've had people that I know have talked to him to try to get him on my show. But you see, like, people like Upchurch who talk a lot about this stuff. But what what is your thought about, like, what, you know, Garth Brooks did? What did he do? So I didn't fully, yeah, I didn't, I didn't fully hear about what he did. He just basically yeah. Biden's boot. He sucked up to Biden. I mean, mm. what is your? This is the initiative that, like you said. Now I, I don't. I'm country myself. I fly the Confederate battle flag, loud and proud. I've got dirty surf, dirty oh. South tatted on my hand. I'm loud and proud Southern, and I got that Southern heritage. Oh, but there's a difference between being real country and being like what you see, as Upchurch said before, what you see on the TV. But do you honestly think, in your own opinion, do you think that Upchurch is really 100% saying what he means? Or do you think this is a show for him? What's you your met Garth. On that? You so, met, actually, you met, wait, guys, you met, let's clarify for the listeners, you met Garth Brooks especially because he sang Amazing Grace at Joe Biden's uh, inauguration event, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. But also asking what his thought is about Upchurch, and does he think Upchurch is actually country in a way? Well, let's let's do do Garth first and then Upchurch. Yeah, Upchurch. So uh, So Garth Brooks first. with Garth Brooks, uh, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go to Luke Combs for this because Luke Combs did a song with Upchurch called "Outlaw." You know, they collaborated. Mm-hmm. In there, you see the battle flag, which I fully I support. You know, represents Southern pride, all that. Well, you you gotta understand. Later on, his Luke Combs fans found out, and Luke Combs apologized about it. Oh, it's a racist thing. I'm sorry. I messed up. Blah 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 blah. Well, we know that that's, that's fake. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing it is, it comes off as these, disingenuous, doesn't it? At the very least. Yeah, oh, yeah. and that, that's the problem is you you have these people they for popularity. I mean, you yeah, you're gonna have mm-hmm. some who say, "Oh, I'm country," but they're not, and that that's the main. That's the mainstream pop country that you hear, and everyone says, oh, that's country. Well, not really, but you're going to have 
like I said, you're gonna have people like that. Uh, Eric Church, he he claimed to be country, but he's all for gun control, just full blown gun control, take away all the guns. Well, last time I checked, I mean, I'm country. My cousin's like as redneck as it gets, and he knows quite a few boys like him out there where he's from. He's also from Texas, and I know quite a few other country folk, you know, that are like me and all that. And they, they're all like, "That's bull!" Like, we we love our guns. We use them for so much, and. You know, so that's, that's something that you got to think about is you're going to have these people that just do it for popularity, and that, that's the biggest problem. And then with Upchurch, I did go to Cheatham County uh, not too long ago. It's uh, been there. Be, yeah. Yeah. What was my, yeah. So the people I talked to, though, they said he's as real as it gets. Uh, they're, he, he's funny. He's a nice guy. I mean, he walks the walk, and, I mean, that's what these people said about him. And these are people who've known him his whole life. So I don't I don't think he's just, you know, trying to blow – well, not blow smoke, but uh, get popularity. I don't think he's doing that. I mean, I, I could always be wrong, and I, I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. It just seems right now that – that church isn't playing. I mean, he calls people out, and you, like I said, you're always going to have people wanting popularity, and that's the biggest problem with a lot of these so-called influencers you see online. They all want popularity. They don't care about people. They're, they're going to do whatever to get likes. Oh, I support this, this, and this. Well, that's not good, but... And you have all these people that are just like, "Oh, I love you, I love you, I bow down to you," and that's and that's what that's what's going on with country music as well as politics. I think you, you're going to have those people who just want support; they don't really care. <laughs> they just really don't care where they come from. Well, I've got well, something that will make you guys will make you guys care, Romeo. In fact, this this will hit you too. Here's another bullet well, point. Well, I was going to add one thing real quick. Oh, yeah, okay, go ahead. When because, you know, I come from a country hip-hop background where I'm starting mm-hmm. myself. And a lot of people, you know, I have been called a upchurch wannabe because people see me as, like, upchurch. I, I do – I hold myself the same way. I try to hold myself accountable. I try to act as though, okay, look, I'm doing this because this is me. There's a difference between a yeah. wannabe, and I'm not trying to mock him or imitate him. I'm walking the same line as him, trying to show people that, look, if you want to be a full-pledged member of an American patriotic belief, then you've got to walk that walk. But you see, like, oh, yeah. a lot of, what do you call it, social media artists and, like, I guess you call it famous people. When you get up there, I guess, to being what's called the um, – public figure oh boy i'm going to use some big boy words here scott yeah public figure media gives you so much attention that when you get up there you start forgetting about what you were learning and then you just start dropping down and you start becoming one of them and and there's the difference between like me and upchurch upchurch and i both yes we both hold ourselves as country boys yes we both don't take poo from no one 
but at the end of the day, you if you're going to walk the walk and be a musician and you're going to call yourself a conservative or a country boy, you darn well better act that way. And and I've noticed, like, with a lot of country music like Garth Brooks, they don't – singing Amazing Grace, yeah, to me, that's kind of a suck-up. And I wanted to ask you about this because you already put your 10 cents in, but because I – I called Luke Combs out calling him a big wuss. I think it's a disgrace. Yeah. If you're going to, at one point, make a song and you're going to have the Confederate battle flag, which is not racist at all, and I, again, I fly, I've got it, I believe in it, and I don't give a darn what anybody Completely says. Agree. It's my flag, it's my right. But at the end of the day, if you're going to apologize for it, then why fly it at all? What's your thought on that? So... I I know with big labels, you know, mainstream labels, they control you. And that, that that's what it is. I mean, even Upchurch made a song talking about that, um, said F it. And mm-hmm. I mean he yep. he made the song calling them out and that's what it is. I mean, they're they're gonna control you and Luke Holmes he, he had the opportunity to say, No, this is not racist. This is my background and I fully support it. But instead, yeah. he bow down and cower, and that, that's, that's a problem. And I, I wouldn't say, you know, there, there's copycats of a, another artist, because a, a lot of, I mean, there are copycats, but, I mean, just because you're walking the same line they're doing doesn't mean you're trying to be just like them. I mean, crying out loud, there's so many country rap artists, and they're all, you know, they, you have a bunch that thing about lift the trucks and beer and all this, and you have ones to talk about real stuff. And, you know, you, you can't uh-huh. say, oh, they're all the same. They're all copycats. No. If they're all copycats, then all these mumble rappers you hear are copycats. All the old school rappers are copycats. All these pop country singers are copycats. You know, and that's just not how it is. Not everyone's a copycat no. just because they take the same general path. And that, that's just well, a problem, but... You know, you were so. mentioning uh, a lot of copycats in music. Uh, I think Governor Bill Lee is a copycat of history, specifically the... Uh, oh, yeah. I, I hate to say it, the, we've already said it, of the Nazis. Uh, here's a bullet point that will get I know will get you two riled up. Uh, discretion to utilize National Guard and State Guard members in connection with certain health care and emergency services operations. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's what, I find that funny because most of my family has served, I mean, I have family members who served all the way back in the American Revolutionary War. And, mm-hmm. you know, the National Guard and State Guard, yeah, they're they're considered military. They are not a health care person. They're not security. Their name literally describes what they do. National oh, but, Guard. State but, but Guard. Gosh, gosh. Uh, Governor Lee is saying these, and I quote, personnel may, one, perform authorized diagnostic testing for COVID-19 in healthcare settings, including but not limited to hospitals, emergency departments, and alternate healthcare sites, collectively facilities. Two, 
perform authorized nursing and other functions in facilities, and three, operate public and privately owned, this is a biggie, permitted ambulance service uh, vehicles with a, a licensed service. Accordingly, the following provisions are hereby suspended to the extent necessary to facilitate da-da-da. They are wiping out the Tennessee Code. Uh, Title 63, 68, and related rules respect to licensure, continuing education, and other requirements for personnel and facilities. Utilize, I mean, he's just basically, it's like the snake that's eating its own tail and then claiming indigestion. Uh, it, I mean, does <laughs> Yeah, this, I find that crazy. Yeah, does that freak that, that, out you guys at all? Josh, I'd like to ask you first. Oh, I... I, I, I'm absolutely freaked out by that because not everyone in the military is able to perform those duties. There's a reason why you have a medical field in the military. One of my family members, he is an independent medic in the military, and that's what he does. I mean, he doesn't know everything. He he knows what he's been taught involving, involving you know, what you're bound to see with, you know, that – a certain field. Now, I, I don't believe they're there for any of that. I believe they're going to be there as a, I guess you could say, a security type thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you're you're getting pissed off. Well, we're here to stop you. Well, not every, like I said, not every military personnel member is a medic. Not every single one of them is a doctor. None of that. And that's just, that's what it is. They're not all the same. I mean, crying out loud, when you had National Guard deployed to uh, D.C., they had guns. Do you really think they're battle-hardened? No. They're National Guard. They're not, their main focus isn't firing and fighting, firefights. I mean, that's just the hard reality of it. And it, it's like he's just trying to say, Show of force. I mean, Biden, uh, he, he sneakily admitted he was a tyrannical government a while back. Well, to take on the government, you're going to need F-15s and nukes. I mean, you, you admitted you're not afraid. You just said in a sneaky way, I'm a tyrannical power and I'll use the military against y'all. Well, good luck with that because you got to look back to Iraq, Vietnam, Afghanistan. When we were fighting people who used guerrilla tactics, they didn't have much. And they still beat America and our military. This one will uh, this one will beat you temporarily. Bullet point eighteen. Oh, I hate this one. Temporary quarantine and isolation facilities may be constructed. The provisions of the Tennessee Code annotated section sixty eight yada yada are hereby suspended to allow for the construction of temporary structures. The plans for which would be otherwise be subject to review. That sounds suspiciously twisted. For new construction, additions or substantial alterations as directed by the Commissioner of Health and the Director of TEMA in response to COVID-19, provided for that there shall be inspections of such structures to ensure safety as necessary. Anybody else uncomfortable with this particular bullet point? Let's, let's ask you, Romeo. Yep, I'm listening. Does that make you uncomfortable? 
I, I think this quarantine and isolation was, facilities. Yes, but what makes me uncomfortable is this whole dang Democratic Party allow because not just the fact of temporary quarantine, but the fact that they're pretty much allowed. This government is uh, what really makes me uncomfortable is that this government is allowed to break our constitutional laws. And I don't know if Josh may agree or disagree with me on this, but they're breaking our constitutional laws. That makes me uncomfortable. The fact that they're allowed to do things like this, it it puts me at a very bad, uncomfortable ease knowing that uh, sleeping at night, knowing that our government is controlled right now by almost the China, the CCP. Mm Mm-hmm. You might well, as well call it concentration camps in Nazi Germany. I mean, that's just the yeah. reality of it. I mean, I, I so I own a militia here in Texas. We're, we're starting out. We're trying to get bigger. And our main focus is our state and our rights. And, I mean, you have clear infringements and nothing's being done. I mean, they tried impeaching Trump multiple times on full um, just, just, just made-up stuff. And then you have all this stuff of Biden clearly breaking his oath and breaking the law constantly and being against the people, and nothing's being done. Exactly. Actually, Romeo, can you hold that question until after the break? I want to ask you, in fact, can we hold both of you guys to stick with us, too? Yeah. Okay. Now, I want to uh, remind our uh, anyone listening in on if you want, 516-666-9806. And this is Scott Hum, and you are listening to rightwingmedia.net radio. And we'll be right back right after this. They said meth would help me get through my exams. Totally safe. I could party all night. It would help me forget my problems. He said he'd love me forever. They said I wouldn't get hooked after the first hit. They lied. He lied. Find out the truth. The truth about drugs. Drugfreeworld.org. Drugfreeworld.org. According to the Oxford English Language Dictionary, cyberbullying is the use of electronic communication to bully a person, typically by sending messages of an intimidating or threatening nature. This definition doesn't differentiate about the age, education level, or even the emotional or experiential levels of a person receiving these types of words, images, or videos. Cyberbullying is bullying. And because the Internet travels across state lines, bullying someone online can be legally viewed as a federal offense. And based on the situation, cyberbullying can be remedied under civil or criminal law. And oftentimes, based on the actual and potential degree of harm, most U.S. states, Canadian provinces, and many countries have also made special efforts to address this growing issue. In fact, cyberbullying is often viewed as a form of criminal harassment. Research indicates that persistent bullying can lead to or worsen feelings of isolation, rejection, exclusion, and despair, as well as depression and anxiety, which can contribute to suicidal behavior. Interestingly, 
According to StopBullying.org, incidents of cyberbullying are often part of a complex interaction, while there might be one ringleader, bystanders may be involved as well. Usually, these accomplices can be legally viewed as being just as guilty as the principal person, or persons, who are committing unwanted aggressive behaviors online. If you or a loved one has been affected by cyberbullying, don't ignore it. Reach out to the platform that has hosted the cyberbullying exchange. These entities have the names, account information, times, and even the ISP addresses of those involved, and are able to take the appropriate action against those accused. This includes various sanctions from their business, including account termination. And while they have and can use this user information to bring cyberbullying to a stop on their platforms once it's reported, you have the power before you even click for help. Don't try to fight cyberbullies alone, and don't empower them in allowing their attempts to ruin your life. Cyberbullying is bullying, and this online viciousness stops with you. Message from the Weird Media Network, Video Fun Southwest, RightWingMedia.net and the station. Welcome back to RightWingMedia.net. Uh, give us a call if you want, 516-666, gee, that's frightening, 9806. With me today is political comedian on the Internet and uh, live with us in the studios, Josh Lifto, and also my cohort in, uh, in, not in crime, journalistic crime, that is, and I use that word crime jokingly, Romeo Hill, who just had his one-year anniversary with the Romeo Show and RightWingMedia.net. Did we, before the break... I forgot we, I'm organic. Oh, God. Uh, very organic. And, in fact, yeah, uh, yeah and, of course, I uh, do want to thank our uh, deliciously charming uh, intelligence otherwise known as Shaniqua, our production assistant. Shaniqua, I love you, babe. You are acting so weird and immature. <laughs> well, maybe oh, I don't... Lo- like that, Scott. Yeah, well, maybe I don't uh, uh, like her quite as much sometimes, but, you know, she, she gets a little overworked and things like that. Weren't you, you know. listening? No, Shaniqua, why don't you go oh. talk to Mark Zuckerberg on the phone and and try to bail us out of our last issue. And by the way, speaking of that, the last issue we were talking about, guys, was the Tennessee basically, potentially, trying to turn Tennessee into a quarantine camp. Did you guys uh, have any other comments about that? Let's go with Josh first. Any closing comments about that? Just in short, I just want to tell people, look, If you fail to learn from history, you are bound to repeat it. You see it happening now. The schools are twisting the truth of history, and that's happening all over because the government wants to make themselves look good. And you're just going to keep having it until you stand up and say, hey, this has happened before. We need to stop now. And that's what's going on right now. So learn from your history before you sit there and say, Stupid stuff. That's just the honest yeah. Way, y'all. Yeah. Romeo, what about you? Uh, I think, you know, Josh literally said it best. We need to start looking at the bigger picture that America today is not at all what it is. It is 
not what it used to be. It, it's not about God. It's not our Constitution. These shots are being mandated because we're in Nazi Germany. And, you know, the, the stupid thing that I, I really hate hearing about this is how these left libtards say, oh, you Trumpers are like Nazis. Well, sorry to tell you this, cupcakes, but you guys are the bunch of Nazis because you're teaching our kids just like what Kate Brown just mandated that they stop teaching in school reading, writing, and math to help students of color. What is that going to do to any students? That's just going to make them stupid. No, Romeo, let me ask you. Well, yeah, Romeo, let me ask you a quick question. Uh, Kate Brown, uh, you did a video on this on Romeo uh, Romeo podcast uh, on YouTube. Who is Kate Brown, and briefly, what did she do that got you so upset? So basically, Kate Brown is starting to put more mandates on people having to wear masks having to get the shot and having and just basically she's taking the the Oregon school system and and just really making it I, I I'm going to put it really organically and nicely a circus show if oh. you will and and that's just a nice way to put it I could say really mean things about her but I'm I I'm on the air and I'm going to keep it PG but she you know she just makes me almost want to have a heart attack every time I hear her name and listen to her because I, I swear the way she talks, the way she holds herself as she just does not have a brain. It's almost like another Joe Biden, but on different, it's the governor of Oregon. Oregon is just about as close to being put as, as bad as California as you could get right now. She's taking education oh. And saying, well, we got to get rid of reading, writing, and math to help students of color. What is that going to do? Okay, statistically, here's the problem. You, here's I think, what, uh, what I'd like, hold, I like to quote from Morgan Freeman. Yeah. If you want to stop racism, shut up about it. Stop talking about it. If you want to solve yeah, the problem, uh, then stop doing it. Stop being the the jerk that talks about it. These black kids of color do not need education about their history, the history that happened a long time ago. Yes, they need to know about it, but they don't need to be treated special or different. They need to have read and write. They need to have the same etiquette that any kid has to be able to hold a job. So now Kate Brown is making it harder for kids to be able to have jobs and whole jobs because these kids and high school diplomas are going to be destroyed because of zero lack of knowledge of reading, writing, and math. They aren't going to know how to hold money. Yeah. It's just uh, not I, the I it I'm up. sorry. Uh, no, yeah, well, it, it kind of messed up. up. Well, well I have a we cousin go, who has Josh, kids up in Can you Oregon. hold that thought for just a second? Uh, yeah. I think we, we, we ought to put a new feature in. It's a uh, warning signal for uh, governors. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, one for uh, Bill Lee of Tennessee. We've uh, a little <laughs> warning for him. Uh, let's see, Kate Brown. 
Do we have an, well, of course, we'll expand it to government officials in general. Uh, we'll have to do uh, Biden basically a double. You know, we're, we're forewarned. There, there, that's the governmental warning uh, horn there, of course. But, Josh, all kidding aside, uh, you, were, you had something you were going to add to this. Yeah, I'm pissed off about the whole education thing in Oregon because I, I have a cousin who has mixed kids between white and black, and and they're these kids are smart. I mean, they you're literally saying, well, if you're a minority, you're you're stupid. Well, that's kind of racist. That's completely racist, actually, and I I think that's messed up. And I mean, if I mean, if these kids weren't so bright because they're a minority, I would know. But they are the brightest kids. I mean, they're they're little, and they're getting into filming to make YouTube videos about mm-hmm. bullying and abuse and all that. And it's like these kids are little, and they're wanting to do that. They they use iPads, well, tablets and phones and. They're, these are smart kids, and you're telling, and this governor or whatever, she's saying they're stupid? No. No, uh-uh. That, that, that well, pisses me off completely. Well, and here's it's, another thing, just to really well, take you off. Actually, Romeo, Brown, hold, hold, that th- hold that thought before you do Kate Brown, or poor choice of words, but you get the idea. It, but, Josh, it sounds like she's being less of an apologist trying to help be fair to the issue and motivate positive change, but actually just uh, being destructive by going overwhelmingly liberal in it. You 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 have quite a few few liberals who are white who who sit there and say, oh, these minorities, they don't know how to do this, and they're oppressed. And you have black people that say, uh, I know how to do all of that, and I'm not oppressed. And you, you, you literally have these Democrats say, no, 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 that's not true. Trying to tell them how they feel. That almost sounds like they want slavery. Let's just be honest um, here. Well, you, you know, I'd, I'd listen to Morgan Freeman myself. I mean, the guy is a smart guy, actor, director, narrator, etc. Romeo, I mean, you, you, I, I think you'd listen to him too, right? I mean, he does have some liberal theories, but, yeah, you know, I mean, that, if that quote really did come from him, I would take that advice. But here's what's going to probably take you off more, Scott, I mean, and Josh, too. If you guys don't know this, 99% of BLM supporters are what color? Pop quiz. And I wish we had the Jeopardy. Oh, they're white. They are white. They, I know they're white. <laughs> God bless you, brother. You know the answer. They're whiter than a freaking napkin. And they're sitting there saying, mm-hmm. well, these black people, you know, like Joe Biden said, well, poor kids are just as smart as white kids. Or if you don't know the difference between voting between me and Trump, you ain't black. What the heck? You kind of, what, what, you're pushing, these liberals are pushing these narratives like Kate Brown to make black kids look uneducated. Well, of course, there are more black-on-black crime than white-on-black crime. Of course, we know the per capita statistics. That is a known fact that per capita, 14% of blacks make up the popularity per capita. 
We know the statistics are true in logic. But what is not true is that white people just hunt down black people just for the heck of it. And, you know, just for kicks and giggles. That is not true. But the liberals are saying that's true. But here's what's going to kick you off, Josh, that white people in Tennessee are doing somewhat of the same thing in certain parts of not just Tennessee, but also in Texas, which, you know, I like Texans, and I got family members that are from Texas that are from you know, Houston, Texas, and and mm-hmm. our Texans, but they don't believe in that stuff. They believe God, the Bible, and the amendments, and the Constitution, and God bless oh, yeah. them, and God bless you, sir, for believing in that stuff, and you better hold on to that. You're, you know, you better hold on to that to the, the end of your times, because, ladies and gentlemen, this is what's happening. We are being taught oh, yeah, that sure. white people are the the people that need to shut up and let blacks speak. No. What we need to do is shut up, period, about all of this and treat everyone just as what it says in the Bible equally. Am I true or wrong, Josh? Oh, you're, you're completely right. What, what, what's, uh, what's funny is a lot of people don't know this, but before Biden picked his vice president, Kamala – I can't believe I'm saying this. Crayola. Kamala called – she called She called Biden racist because he supported not busing minorities to school. And she said, I was one of those little girls, and I find that extremely racist. But now she doesn't say he's racist at all. She supports him. And that's just one of those things that, you know, you have these people that – they they are racist and they they try and act like they're not racist. Like, oh, I well I have a cute one of my best friends is Cuban. His parents escaped Cuba under the Castro regime, and I've had I have black friends and all that. Well, if you say well I have black friends, you're racist. Well, I've never known of a racist person who hates blacks to have any black friends. I've never heard of that. That's just absurd. I have black friends and. I've I've had a bunch of black friends, and here's the thing. One, they know that I have the flag. Some of them oh, yeah. don't like it, but they understand it because they understand I have Tennessee roots. I I I was in Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's my home ground, but that's my stomping mm-hmm. ground. But Can't I don't go around out. saying, you know, and I don't go around being racist about using the flag in a racist term. But there's a difference between being intelligent and being unintelligent about using your heritage and your flag, but using your knowledge and knowing, okay, black kids are right now having problems, you know, being put down by these liberals when they shouldn't be put down. They should be lifted up and be used as just like anybody else. Good education, good college degrees, good health care, good insurance, just like every God-blessed American that is here legally. Every American citizen that is here legally should have their God-given rights. And that's just... Martin Luther King said it best. Martin Luther King said it best. He said, I want to live in a world where you judge based off the contents of the character, not the color of your skin. Which, if you haven't heard, one of his, uh, I believe, 
great granddaughters or granddaughters, I can't remember. She said that we're using that wrongly. What? I'm sorry. Uh, say that again? Because, I mean, Martin Luther King Jr. did say that. Judge them by their character, not by their skin. It, if you're judging people by their skin, you are racist. And I don't I don't care who you are. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can be whatever color and be racist. So and, it, and that's another problem. Yeah, even Shaniqua agrees with that. By the way, uh, we pulled up Newsweek, and uh, they had a quote from that uh, 2019 campaign discussion, uh, which uh, Crayola, I mean Kamala said, I do not believe you are a racist, and I agree with you when you commit yourself to the importance of finding common ground, which is a sheepish way of her getting out her earlier references on busing and so on where she indirectly called him a racist. But uh, that was according to factcheck.org about that photo. It just proves what we've been talking about is Kamala is as much of a weasel, if not more, than the incompetent, I mean, the incomparable President Biden. Uh, You know. They only care about their power. That's it. Yeah. And and Josh was going to say it best, because here's the biggest thing. Joe Biden is supposedly going to be impeached. Now, when Kamala Harris was running for Democratic Party, nobody liked her. No Democrat wanted her to be up there. No liberal wanted her as president of the United States. And she called out Joe Biden, but she then when Amy, uh, what's her name, was going to be inducted in as a judge, she literally questioned Amy about, well, do you believe in white privilege? And she, Amy said, I am not at liberty to discuss it because I don't have that much information or factual information. And Kamala kept pressing this, pressing and pressing this white privilege sh- narrative shenanigans. And you can see in her eyes the devil's in the devil in disguise that these liberals claim all these things like, oh, we're not racist, we want equality. But what are they doing? They're they're pushing exactly what they don't want out into the open. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. No. Well, you know, guys, I was just thinking while while we're at it, you know, we've uh, got a sound effect that says. The president is an utter moron. I think we've got to create a new one. Ro- yeah, we've got to create a new one, Romeo, that says something like uh, Kamala is really slimy. You know, that we ought to do that, something like that one, too. But uh, how do, you and know, here's the question for Josh. How do you think Kamala got in office, Josh? What what oh, you've got on how oh, she got in office? Oh, I'll just put it this way. Monica Lewinsky would be proud. (laughs) (laughs) She would, wouldn't she? Yeah, at least we know a cigar manufacturer, too, that would be very thrilled as well. Uh, Here's something that won't be thrilling. I did not have a relation with that cigar. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, here's another thing. Uh, Another guy... Uh, and too bad we didn't have enough room for the Fauci pokey. But uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci is one of those perennial pains in the necks. And a lot of people have been annoyed with him. 
and feel oh yeah that not only has his waffling back and forth really clouded people's acceptance and understanding of the COVID vaccines but now recently his uh, the allegations of his connections with the Wuhan uh, lab and also the gain-of-function allegations have been put out about the research there and also his funding and, you know, his cooperation or lack thereof, mostly cooperation with China. So I, I, I got curious and I did a little research that a lot of, and you can see the, the complete article at rightwingmedia.net, but I found that fear-based messaging about COVID-19 from Anthony Fauci maybe backfiring. And uh, I'm curious what you guys think about this. I'm just going to read a little bit of this. Uh, conventional, ath- ath- conventional academic wisdom suggests that fear-based messages by subject-related actors are generally quite effective in motivating, persuading, and reinforcing new behaviors. However, when the ethos of the transactants, you know, the people doing this stuff, this type of messaging is questioned, credibility may decrease, especially over time. Case in point, Dr. Anthony Fauci and his continuing yet perceived as changing messages regarding COVID-19 are likely not being taken overall as seriously or as effectively as they could have been. Last paragraph. It's not that we are not heeding the need for taking a COVID vaccine or wearing masks in questionable areas around questionable people. It's not that some are worried about being chipped by Gatesian microchips slipped into vaccines. And it's not even that many are frustrated with the U.S. democratically run government that seems to be afraid of pursuing China as the origin of the disease. And government leaders are not afraid of them either who appear to have funded gain-of-function research that set the stage for whatever really happened in Wuhan. Instead, continued, poorly delivered, fear-based messaging about COVID from Dr. Anthony Fauci may be the real reason for backfiring and mangling of his messages. What do you guys think? Am I being too nasty about uh, Dr. Fauci? Oh, absolutely not. not. Um, Go ahead, Yeah, what's crazy is there was a... uh, a doctor who actually, you know, knows his stuff, calls Fauci out, and something that Fauci said is, we get progress reports from them, and then mm-hmm. later on he's like, well, we don't know what they were doing. Well, if you're getting progress reports from them, you should see this is what they're doing, and this is how well it's going. Like, don't don't sit there and lie to people. And like I said earlier, he's been hated since early 2000s. And yet, people love him and trust him. I I, I call BS. I, I absolutely call BS, and I I wouldn't trust Fauci with just handling, just holding a turd in his hands. I wouldn't trust him with that. Uh, Times of India said in 2019, National Institute of Health, with the backing of Fauci-led National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Diseases, boy, that sounds like money laundering, committed $3.7 million over six years for research on bat coronaviruses in China, according to a report in Newsweek. 
the research, and I'm still quoting this paragraph, guys, also included gain-of-function work, which involves manipulating viruses in the lab to explore their potential for infecting humans. Why? I don't get it. Man, I'm just a dumb journalist. I don't. I don't. I just ask a bunch of cool questions. But why are we investigating gain of function and on infecting humans with a lab that had to have its air conditioning system overhauled a year after it was put online as an active research facility and? is owned by the Chinese government, who we seem to be still at war with. I, I, I don't get it. Why didn't he shop for a different lab, and why why did he take this, you know, the gain of function? I mean, isn't that sort of the wicked thing that uh, ends the world in a lot of science fiction movies and things like that? Romeo, can you help me figure out this or something? I mean... I want to ask Josh too, but Romeo, can you help me figure this out? I, it, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And I think the fact that, you know, none of what the Democrats do and already I've read the reports, the origins of COVID-19 on my live once, and I would like to have Josh on my live whenever he wants to, and he's always welcome to come oh, yeah, on my sure. live because I want to, I want to read that report to him. Because one of the reports, it said that the COVID-19 vaccine was supposedly created, so it was only human-to-human contact. But you know what's really funny is that it was actually not only funded by the CCP, which was the Chinese Communist Party, but supposedly also funded by the U.S. government. So... None of this makes any sense. I mean, why would they all of a sudden want journalists and scientists to be killed off for exposing what the virus truly was was going to be used for? Why try to hide the little details? I mean, if their whole entirety was to destroy or cause a weapon of epic proportion and virus like this for destroying the human civilization, why hide it? Why not allow it to be? Josh, what do you think? So, uh, yes, China is considered one of our enemies. And, I mean, you got to think about it, too. There's Democrats who have the – I mean, there's corrupt politicians in general who've dealt with, you know, made deals with uh, China and Russia. Uh, That's just what they do. But if you ask me – uh, I heard that in the lab they had another virus, which is more deadly than the COVID-19. And, you know, there was a scientist who worked at uh, the Wuhan Institute, and she ended up fleeing China because of the air prosecution, uh, because she spoke out about it. And now, I, I feel like it's honestly a test from... China and our own government, well, from China to see, hey, how well does this work? And then you have our government taking advantage of that and saying, hey, can we get them to bow down to us? And honestly, it it doesn't sound like, you know, we're still enemies. It sounds secretly like they are working together. And, Mm. I mean, 
you got to think about it. You, you have a lot of pe- a lot of Democrats yelling for socialism and all this other stuff. Well, if I go right now and ask my best friend, who, like I said, his parents escaped Cuba, how do you feel about socialism and communism? They're going to say, don't do it. Venezuelans come here and they say, don't do it. It, it just sounds like they're in cahoots together and they want to control the population. I mean, I wouldn't say a one-world government, but, you know, they might be a money thing for them. Hmm. Power things, who knows? They, I mean, they, they're in it for power. They don't care about you. They don't care about your rights. They just want power. They're power hungry, and that's just the truth about it. Well, that's what they allege of uh, Trump, and Trump was uh, not really making that much money off it. And when you're talking money, uh, let's see, $3.7 million divided by six years, that's, uh, let's see, 0.61, okay, a little bit of math I'm playing with here, times a million all right, that's uh, about six hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh, that's no, that's well, no if, Trump if, change. If Trump only cared about the power, he would have just stayed in his business. I mean, he was already making a bunch of money, and everyone loved. A lot of people loved Trump, including the Democrats. So, if he, he cared about power. Why would he call all the corrupt politicians, the news? Why would he do all that? I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta think about it too. That and why would he build the wall on the border? If you want, I mean, you take a look at the Democrats. Open borders. Who, who's the majority of people who vote for Democrats? Minorities and illegals, because a lot of them don't know. Um, I believe it was OBJ who. Uh, I know one of the Democratic presidents said, I will get these N-words with the R on the end to vote Democrat for the next 200 years. What's going on now? They're blindly voting Democrat. And that's just, that's just how it is. That's the truth about it. Is if you care about people's freedom and our system that, we've, that our founding fathers wanted, you're not going to care about the power. If, if he cared about the power, why would Trump technically consider the most hated man the most if you're the most hated man you're not going to be in it for the power um there's a song called raise your battle flag by celtic confederate and he said it best if you're in i'm a paraphrase but he was saying you know when the politically correct are not on your side you're doing something right and that's just the truth about it you you, yeah. you can't tell me this. You, you can't lie to me. Like I'm, I see the truth for what it is. The truth. And you know, I, I've got to jump in and uh, mention something kind of ironic. And Romeo, this will get you uh, kind of amused. Right now, the rightwingmedia.net website is offline because of so many users. So. Thank you all for uh, getting in there to use it, but don't worry. I'm going to go in the back door and restart this thing here. But, uh, yeah, go ahead. Josh. Well, then, while you're Can doing I ask how many- ask Josh? Go ahead. 
Yeah, I was just going to ask, how many users, I mean, uh, how many uh, listeners do we have right now? Uh, right now, we, on the system, we have the three of us on the phones. I don't know how many we have on line uh, listening in, though. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And, Hi, Romeo. Yeah. Sorry about that. No problem. But we are going to be, uh, like usual, syndicating this, in fact, on Spotify and four or five different places and so on. So within about half an hour of the show being done, which is creeping up on us in about 20 minutes, uh, we'll be, uh, yeah, we'll be having a turnaround there. So, Romeo, let me ask you, uh, as we guys move into some closing thoughts, and then I want to hit Josh so we get enough uh, time for Josh to elaborate. Romeo, what are some of your closing thoughts for things? Well, you know, honestly, I've got to say this as a conservative, that, you know, um, we, we need to start putting more conversations out there. We need to have people like Josh and the rightwingmedia.net out there. But, you know, I've always said it, and I will always say this again as a, you know, as a precaution. Don't just read into the right side or the left side with hopes of one side being right and the other side being wrong. Be, take a mindset of an empty mindset, read both sides, Look at both of the picture and see, you know, what's going on and make your own judgment call. But we need to have people understand that we are coming down to the anarchists. And we're going to have the anarchists start to run more and control more because that that is how it's going to work. Uh, and it, really? Uh, <laughs> shut up, Shanika. Uh, obviously, Shanika found a way to get back in the back door, obviously. But, no, we're going to – yes, Shaniqua, and I think you are a, an archaeist, wouldn't you call uh, that? Really? Mm. Yes, Shaniqua, you are. I love her. But I love the, her and, so I, I still want to fire her, but okay. we'll, we'll talk about that later. But um, people like Josh, we need more people like Josh that actually have a mindset to go in there and actually be able to, you know, have a conversation with people – not be afraid to have a conversation with people and show that, you know, hey, look, I know people that are like this, that are really good people, that are not judgmental pricks, if you will. People that can hold a conversation and be able to have an open mind and be able to, like, you know, look at both sides of the spectrum. You know, people like Josh, who's able to come in from both sides and say, you know, look, I see this from this side and I see this from the other side, but the other side does not make sense, but it makes logical sense on the other side. We need more people to have conversations, but unfortunately, because of this day and age, conversation is the least of anyone's concerns or anyone's thought right now of to have, and we need to have that conversation. And by the way, speaking of uh, concerns, I got the website back up. Uh, and thanks to uh, visitors from China and Russia and uh, uh, certain institutes of uh, allergies and things like that for bugging us today. Appreciate your uh, patronage. Not. Anyway, 
Josh, what are some of your uh, closing things you'd like to say? You know, I, I completely agree with you, Romeo, about all that. And, you know, I, I do. I, I love having an open mind and having these conversations. And I challenge everyone to use logic, be open-minded, and look at every side and actually look into things and not just listen to what you're told. Because people will lie to you and people are unpredictable and you can't just put all your faith into human beings. And, I mean, that's something I've learned the hard way and I, I mm. hope no one learns the hard way because it, it hurts. It really hurts. And, I mean, I, I have I'll, – I'll try and have conversations with people who just absolutely hate it, but I sit there and I use logic. I use facts. I'm respectful. And they don't like that, but if you can sit there and do that stuff, you're, you're going to get a lot further than you think. It's, and, I mean, I've seen people call people names and all that, and that, that does nothing. It really does nothing, and it, it's not productive. You're just You're just hurting everything, and you're hurting what people like me and Romeo and Scott are doing. You're just hurting the cause, and... The cause isn't to bring people to one political side or the other. The cause is to speak the truth and not lie to people and continue to be open-minded and have these conversations. Um, and that's just that's just the hard facts about it. And I really hope y'all can be able to do this, what I've challenged y'all with, because it is something that does need to be done. I would definitely agree. I have one question for Josh. Mm. As yes. uh, you know, a lot of people in today's, I guess you could call them the obnoxious left or the brainwashed left, like Crayola, Crayon Harris or Crayola Harry Crayola, they no, all claim as white people we, we have privilege. I just got to say real quick, be, Josh, before you say that, you can't call her Crayon. Mm. Because that sounds like uh, that sounds kind of racist. Uh, we can call her Crayola. Uh, that, actually, that sounds kind of like Middle Eastern. Uh, let's just call her what she is: a blatant tool of the left. Josh, go ahead with what you were going to say. But what's your thought on like white privilege? Do you, I mean, well, I, Crayola Harris thinks that white privilege exists. What, what's your thought? Do you think that she is right? Do you think she's wrong? What's your thought on it? If I have white privilege, please tell me why me and my family have worked our butts off to get where we're at, why we've been homeless, we've been in a two-bedroom apartment with three or four people, depending on the day, and why i why i'm so struggling in life i mean there's just no explanation for that i mean think about it i've lost jobs to someone who was less qualified just because they had to fit, fill a minority quota my my best friend like i said the guy from cuba he 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 doesn't even believe in white privilege and the the only type of privilege there is is your political privilege, like your political power, and how much money you have, because mm -hmm. that's where the privilege is. It doesn't has anything has nothing to do with race. 
If you're white, black, Hispanic, it doesn't matter. You can still have privilege. You can still be racist. You can be male or female and still be sexist. It's not a gender thing. It's not a race. It's none of that. So do you think that, like, the liberal left, or there's such thing as possible black privilege? I mean, because the black people of color today are using their skin colors to degrade white people, to degrade other races because they feel oppressed. And, unfortunately, you know, we all know the real honest truth about their fake, I guess you call it their fairy tales or their fantasies. But do you think there is such thing as, like, black privilege? Possibly, because today it seems like that's equivalent. And a lot of people have asked that about it, about it with me, and I, I, I don't know how to answer it. But do, what is your belief on it? So I wouldn't say there's black privilege because there's – I know black guys who fly the battle flag. They're conservative, and they get attacked because of it, and they even get told – you're not black, you're not black. It's more of if you're in the the left political side, you have privilege. Think about it. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you, if you're a conservative and you say one little thing that doesn't agree with them, you get in trouble. If you're left, you can do whatever you want. I mean, I'm in Facebook jail for 30 days. I have 20 days left just for calling Kamala the W word. And I mean, I was was like, what what was the W word? Uh, Am I able to say it? uh, Give me the first Actually, actually, uh, type it in the chat we have going on, on that uh, news thing. Oh, yeah. you're Oh, the second one. No. The second, yeah, so it, no, it was, it was, maybe, maybe you can, yeah, there's a, a, yeah, you globalize that, make it a little, cleaned up a little PG, and we'll know it's a W word that it means, Josh? I don't know. Do I have to teach you guys? You know, not that I've ever it's included. It's like Okay. Well, I was going to say a prostitute, I was going to say a prostitute for politics. Or a political prostitute. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that works too. Yeah, it, it's just that's that's what I said. Just those two words, and next thing you know, thirty days. And, and like I said, I, I've seen way worse stuff. I've seen people from the left wing threatening right wing people with violence. Report them. Nothing happened. Report fake counts. Nothing happens. You, you. It doesn't matter. They don't care about if you violated the rules or not. With what I said, I looked at their community standards. I did not violate the rules. Yeah. So yeah, I still well, got tagged for harassment and bullying. It, well, it, that's kind of excessive. Uh, by the way, speaking of excessive, uh, I want to thank uh, whoever is in Kentucky who has uh, tried unsuccessfully to take down rightwingmedia.net today by visiting too many times and uh, tying up the server. Uh, sorry, I restarted it and uh, I have your uh, IP addresses 
and we may be dealing with you, but uh, we'll chat about that later on, Romeo. He he he. Uh, yeah, in fact, if you're if you're trying to shut down someone, you are the most intolerant person, and that's just how it is. Don't don't sit there and try and shut people down. We yeah. have the First Amendment. We have the Second Amendment. Don't don't sit there and say, well, I'm going to silence you. No. Just sit there and listen and be open-minded. And I know I said that earlier. Be open-minded, respectful, and listen to every side. Listen to the facts. Use logic. Don't sit there and do that. So that that's, I don't like when people do that, try and shut people down. Oh, yeah. Well, well, you know, Josh, I think what you're stating is facts over feelings, cupcakes. Our facts yeah. will sure. trump your feelings, and period. We don't care about your feelings, cupcake. We're having a good day. Don't ruin it, and don't come treading on us. And, you know, here's the big problem that you guys at the left don't understand. You guys can throw crayons and, and coloring books and your little toys and cater tots at us. We don't care. That won't hurt us. But what will happen at the end of the day is we're bigger people than you, and we know how bad it can get, and we know where we stand, and we know what we are. And you know that you're not going to win if you pick on us. So quit trying to pick on people that you can't bully, and the left need to learn that. Stop trying on us. Stop trying to pick on stuff you can't do Guys, I want to go through some top stories and see which – just a quick comment from each of you. Uh, Washington Examiner, CDC scrambles to rec- correct Florida COVID data. Uh, basically, they put together a bunch of days and claimed them as one day. Uh, Josh, do you, does that? Uh, what do you think of the uh, CDC mixing up a bunch of days of Florida COVID cases data and calling it one day? What does that make you feel? It honestly sounds like they're trying to press real information. Either that yeah. or they're just incapable of doing their job. So, oh. I mean, come on. Let's be real here. <laughs> Somebody who's capable of doing his job, Romeo, what do you think of that one? I I think, honestly, yes, I agree. I agree with what Josh said because, you know, it, it it's stupid. And to be honest, I, I'm sick and tired of these libtard little babies having a temper tantrum because they can't get their way. Uh, I'm tired uh, of them trying to step on us like that. Uh, here's another one being stepped on. According to People Magazine, Senator Paul Rand Paul and uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene suspended over social media over COVID misinformation. And here's the kicker with that. A lot of it was uh, Senator Paul giving uh, or replaying congressional hearings with Fauci and others that can that alleged misinformation from other people. Let's start with you, Romeo. What do you think? Is that uh, a little, what is the big boy word? Draconian. You know, is that like over the top needlessly? Boy, you're, you're using big boy words, but how about we up it one? It's facetious. It's Ooh. narcissistic. It's, it, it's not just that. It's redundant asinine it's ridiculous preposterous you know you could throw all these big boy words in together and make a big boy word pie out of all of this a big boy pie oh my god this is just (laughs) organically a crock of poop uh joshua is not a crock of anything what do you think of that (laughs) well i'm gonna say in a little bit 
of easier words that most people have an easier time of understanding. It's it's just lying. I mean, mm-hmm. you're you're hiding facts. I mean, it, it's out there. It's evidence of it, physical evidence, and you're saying it's false. Hey, here's another. Here's another that. one. That's stupid. Yeah, see what you guys think of this one. According to Business Insider, Jeffrey Clark, Trump-appointed Department of Justice official, claimed Chinese thermostats in the same room as Dominion vote-counting machines changed the changed votes in the 2020 election report, says, Josh, let's go with you first. What do you think of that? Chinese thermostats logging out to the Internet, connecting by Wi-Fi, and screwing up Dominion voting machines. Uh, the, that, if it weren't so tragic, it'd be funny. So, yeah, I, I've worked a poll before, um, and, you know, a majority of the polls machines are electronic. So it, it wouldn't surprise me, especially because you, we our technology now can be so – so small. It could be the size of a grain of rice. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if that was true. And I mean, but you you have you even have Democrats saying, "Yeah, we were told to throw them away, throw away Trump ballots." So, and I believe China, you know, they would want Biden in because you know, scratch my back, oh, I yeah. scratch your back type thing. Well, we don't. Uh, we don't. Will only scratch his back figuratively. Romeo, what do you think about that story? Is that kind of laughable or tragically bizarre? I I think both laughable and tragic because you know again we we know what is coming. I I I'm, I know Scott, you and I don't get very biblical on this, but I I have to turn for a sec on Revelations. It it says in the in the Bible that the ends of times are coming and we know that people are going to destroy the world and we're not going to be able to control it. War is coming. It's inevitable, but we shouldn't fear it because at the end of the day, God's going to take control. But we need to at least try to do our due diligence and, you know, stop people from hurting other people. But, no matter what we try, people like this story that that's laughable and tragic, it's going to happen, and it's going to continue to happen probably till the end of days. And here's and one last story. We, yeah, here's one last story we've got to mention. Uh, this is uh, Business Insider. Anthony Bernal, who works as an advisor to First Lady Jill, Dr. Jill Biden, uh, too many doctors in that administration. Her right-hand man is known for trashing colleagues and making staffers cry, a report says, uh, according to politicals Alex Thompson and Tina Safandelis. Uh, I, I, and this is kind of mind-blowing. I mean, Dr. Jill Biden, who hasn't been really much in the news, Romeo, I want to ask you first, do you think this is just disinformation to try to take people from considering Fauci and considering uh, our incompetent president, etc.? Last Friday, uh, maybe to uh, kind of, uh, in fact, uh, it was the same day that uh, Governor Bill Lee of Tennessee put out his order. Do you think this was maybe part of that smokescreen I'm dreaming of? Yes. 
I, I think that a lot of this is not just smokescreen, but a lot of this is two different sides trying to do what they can or what they know best to do. Well, I guess you couldn't say the one side knowing best because the other side obviously has the brain capacity of tapioca pudding. But, uh, you know, it's, it's smoke screen and tapioca pudding brains put together. Uh, it, it's oh, just like it's kicks and giggles. It's all kicks and giggles until somebody giggles and kicks. It's, well, it's just screening. It, they're all just doing what they can. One's trying to make America great again, and the other's trying to make America suck again. Yeah, and they've certainly uh, had that. Josh, we have uh, less than a minute to go. I want to thank you for being part of rightwingmedia.net radio, and uh, we're going to look forward to next Tuesday hearing you on the Romeo show. And, uh, guys, I want to thank you all very much. And our listeners for listening and being part of rightwingmedia.net radio.